Hi, and welcome to the Pet Healer Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Mitzi Vargas. And today we're going to talk about um, allergic skin disease. It's one of the hardest things to treat in veterinary medicine because there's so many things that pets can be allergic to. And um, it's such a customized problem. Uh, some pets um, definitely respond to comfort therapies, which are like supplements and um, over-the-counter anti-itch medications, shampoos. So there's a lot of uh, things that you can do for alleviation of the symptoms of skin, allergic skin disease. But oftentimes, it becomes very troublesome. It kind of like progresses rapidly, and it makes the life of those pets so miserable. And the owners, because I don't know about you, but I can't stand my dogs. I have two allergic dogs at home. I can't stand when they start licking and licking. I can't sleep. I cannot relax when they're just chewing and licking like crazy. And um, so today we're just basically, first of all, we're going to look at it in a perspective of uh, integrated medicine. So first I'm going to kind of like do some things that, although they're considered allopathic medicine, Western medicine, they're on the fringe of being um, the common things. They're kind of on the, on the fringe of alternative medicine. And um, one of them is immunotherapy, and we're going to talk about that. But And then later on I'm going to talk about the skin of... Uh, skin formulas that I use, they're Chinese herbal formulas and why I use them and everything. So first of all, what is allergic skin disease? From the TCVM practitioner experience, it is related to wind. Um, it, the, the skin is the border where um, your inner body communicates to the exterior world, right? In a Chinese medicine, that barrier is super important is when the internal meridians, internal energy meridians, communicate through the skin to the external meridians, which are on the surface of the body. And so it is a very important barrier. A lot of wars happen in that. And, of course, the main itch uh, uh, um, what do you call it? Meaning in Chinese medicine is actually wind. So it's not, they don't consider itch like what we consider itch. They consider itch as a, as a pathogen, as an external pathogen. And it's called wind. And wind is, um, when there's wind, there's itch, right? And wind often combines with heat. Wind heat is a, and damp. So they can combine with damp. So damp heat wind, wind and damp heat, the three of them together or by either combinations. Um, and these are the major causes of allergy disease in dogs. And um, most of the principles of Chinese medicine is to cool the skin because this heat is a pathogen, to uh, drain the damp because damp is a pathogen involved, and obviously to clear the wind which will mean to control the itch. But that's the Chinese uh, principles. Uh, now, in the fringe of modern medicine and allopathic medicine is uh, immunity. Uh, again, first of all, I, I guess I 
I made a mistake by not going first and defining what I mean for the allergic skin disease because is the itchy dogs, but it also has other things. It does, sometimes it's not as much itchy as it's chronic infections in the skin. They're called pyodermas, uh, chronic ear infections, uh, mostly yeast, but uh, they're usually very swollen and red. Um, foot chewing, that's what my pugs do. They, uh, they have skin fold dermatitis. They, they get in their skin folds, they get dermatitis and infection, but they excessively start licking and chewing their feet biting certain parts of the areas. Um, when they, when Pogito, my pug, when Pogito goes outside, he goes in the grass and he scratches his face and rubs all over and sometimes scoots on their butts. And you know that that usually is anal glands, but it could also be food allergies or just a um, manifestation of allergies. And there's a smell to the skin. You know, they smell like dirty dog, like, you know, sweaty, moist dog. So those are smells that are not common. They shouldn't smell like anything. And of course, when we think of allergy disease, we think about runny nose, right? Uh, I do have allergies too. So runny nose and my eyes are itchy and I suffer from dry eye, all sorts of things like that. And we do get rashes. I have food allergies too. So I get rashes in my arms if I eat something that I shouldn't or I have GI issues like uh, loose tools. And that's exactly what can happen in a dog too. So you can imagine how hard it is to tackle this giant gamut of symptoms with just one thing, right? It's probably not going to happen, y'all. So uh, we, it's probably going to have to be a multimodal approach. And so I know that my colleagues, they scoff about allergy testing if it's not intradermal, because, and rightly so, intradermal skin testing is way more accurate and desirable and the standard of care if it can be afforded. Of course, you have to go to a dermatologist. But sometimes we don't have a dermatologist around or we don't have the means, financial means to do that. There are a lot of... Um, companies out there that do um, the blood tests for allergies. And again, some of my colleagues are going to say, Dr. Vargas, you're crazy. You're just, that's not effective. It's like guessing game. But in my hands and in my experiential knowledge of these um, tests and uh, all the cases that I have, they have worked wonders, wonders. I use the company called Nexmune, and one of the things that they say is that 50% of the pet symptoms of allergies will improve with just the uh, dietary change alone. That's a big deal, guys. So most of the allergic skin disease can be managed with the right diet. 66% of all the skin symptoms in allergic dogs can be managed by the uh, shots, the autoimmune shots, basically the vaccines that we do, um, you know, that we manage. So uh, that is pretty good. But guess what? It gets even better. If you combine the dietary uh, 
changes therapy with the immunity, uh, uh, teaching your immune system with the hyposensitization therapy by using these vaccines made out of allergens, whatever your body's reacting or your dog is reacting, we achieve 90% of resolution of all the symptoms. This is big. And I don't think that our clients out there um, know this because I know if they knew, they will try it. So the allergy testing, they can test uh, a lot of allergens, uh, not only environmental. And I use Nexmune because they have 30 years in the market. You know, they're not a fad. They're, you know, good, consistent results. Um, but with a blood sample, they can test up to 91 allergens in the area, weeds, trees, grasses, indoors, and even food proteins. Because let's be real. Most of the allergies in the food are not to carbs or anything like that, fibers or anything. It's mainly to protein. And so changing the diet, not just the brand, but the protein that the animals do is eating when they're manifesting the skin is one of the main easiest ways to address the symptoms. Now, Comfort therapies are called all those things that we do to alleviate. And all allergy diseases not created equal. Some of them are seasonal. If your animal is seasonal, and I said it before, the seasonal allergies are way easier to manage with drugs. You know, they, let's be honest. Because we know it's seasonal. We know it's a month or two. This product that I, you know, that I use a lot is called Cytopoint. And I mentioned it before, but I just want to say it, that it's an injection that provides four to eight weeks of allergic itch relief. What does it do? It's not, it's not modulating the immune system. It's not a steroid. It's not a vaccine or, or it's not, I, I call it a biological, but what it does, it actually blocks the receptors for itch. And because of that, um, and because it lasts so long and because it starts acting within the first day that um, you give the injection, then it will break that cycle of allergic itch because if you scratch, then the more you scratch, the more you itch. So I think it's great to block that signal that triggered that itch. And so if we do that, then a lot of the damage that we see in the skin is related to self-mutilation. The dog's trying to take care of the skin because he ain't taking care of it for him or for her. So definitely I love Cytopoint for um, the short-term allergies, seasonal allergies. Let's say we have a lot of people that live here uh, part of the year, maybe two or three months, but the rest of the year they're up north in New York or uh, or in the West, and they don't have any allergies there. But when they come to Florida for those months, they itch and they scratch and they, well, first of all, flea treatment, because obviously some places like Colorado, and they don't even have fleas there due to, to the altitude and the weather. And so they don't see that problem. But we do, we have fleas all year round, seven days a week, 24 hours a day. So what we can do uh, when those people that 
come to Florida for two, three months, definitely do some good fleet control. I advocate for good fleet control. And yes, we probably have to use pharmaceuticals because I haven't found a product, homeopathic or natural, that works on the Florida fleas. I've, I've had people from California, friends of mine, that use some essential oils and citronella and other things, and they do well with the fleas. But I tell you, and this has been proven, the fleas in Florida are something else. They're super strong and hard to kill. And, um, well, definitely they never die in the winter. So, of course, uh, they're really strong. So, one of the things that um, I would do would be recommend Cytopoint. Um, I can also recommend acupuncture because acupuncture, you have a couple of points that, like, ancient behind the ear, Governing vessel 20 and 14, 14 for clearing the heat, 20 for calming the anxiety, and most especially uh, gallbladder ch- channel uh, points. Gallbladder 20 is right on the head and it's really uh, sort of like the barrier. The wind comes towards the animal, that's the barrier to not allow the wind to enter the body. So the gallbladder channel is important. I also use gallbladder 31, gallbladder 34, 34 because it's the hosi point or the point where it's the chi. You want to make sure you booster, bolster the ability to expel yang pathogens and like the wind. And I definitely um, will do gallbladder 31 because it's, it's very good for itch. There's a lot of um, good juju in that point. But anyways, those are points that I would use for acupuncture. And if, especially if it's seasonal, um, I mean, it can be used for chronic cases as well. But I'm just saying for those, a side point, a couple of acupunctures, and you're good to go. You don't have to change anything. But it is those poor, poor babies that suffer allergies all their lives and all the time. Those are the ones that I'm really concerned about. We do use Apoquil. I don't like Apoquil that much. I like it for seasonal allergies because I know I'm going to use it for a small time because it does modulate the immune system. And what does that mean? It's definitely way better than than steroids for sure. Um, it, uh, it really reduces the inflammation and the redness in the skin. But... Um, it does affect the immune system. Um, we shouldn't use it in breeding dogs or pregnant dogs. Uh, we shouldn't use it in conjunction with other immunosuppressions like prednisone um, or, or cyclosporin, which is I think is called atopica. Uh, but any of those you shouldn't combine because that would be too much. But I, it can be used in long therapy. That's what they recommend for. Um, but I really like it for short term. There are some uh, side effects. One of them is that it seems to promote the growth of skin tumors. And I have seen that. So if your dog has ever been diagnosed with um, skin tumors like mast cells or anything like that, I would not use this product. Um uh, I know that it doesn't say mast cell, that it says papillomas and other benign tumors, but if it can 
increase the chances that you get benign little growth, then I feel that it can uh, do it for others. And I have seen it, not, not just feel. Don't take it like my feeling about it. Take it, I've seen it. I've seen excessive gingival growth on some dogs so bad that I had to actually get a you know, procedure done called gingivectomy and cut the gums to release the teeth that they were trapped under the gums because it was so severe. And it's a chronic user of this uh, medication. And so, especially flat face breeds uh, already have a problem with the gingiva being overgrown sometimes. Um, so, you know, use with caution, be alert, and monitor for any changes. That's your best bet. But when it comes to immunotherapy, I test because it tells me, okay, so for those skeptical oh, veterinarians out there that say that is not accurate, well, it tells me what's happening in that body at that time, right? It's testing for reaction, uh, immune reaction to those allergens. And so what I can use is I can use it as a guide to guide my decisions on what proteins I can use for the diet, um, to guide my decisions into maybe using the drops. And a lot of people hate doing shots, and I don't want to do the allergy shots. Well, guess what? They, they're not shots anymore. You can get them in allergy drops. So I like the drops because it's easy to administer. There's no pain involved. There's no negative consequence for the animal. It's a 100% it's a positive therapy. And so that's why I like it. Um, but definitely when we're doing the allergy shots, it's not like we're not going to do all those comfort therapies. We will because quality of life, pain-free, anxiety-free, itch-free dogs is what we are looking for. So what we can do, we can use any of these things while we're doing the uh, immune uh, training with these uh, drops. And um, again, there are many companies, but Nexmune, I really like it. And the hyposensitization means this is not really a cure. What it's doing is training it to react less, to react a lot less. If it reacts less, then the animal doesn't have that itch cycle triggered. So um, it might take four or six months to do that, but I've seen changes so dramatic within two weeks of changing the protein in the diet using the, the test results. We've seen great responses. Hair starts growing back. Um, the itch reduces dramatically, and ear infections are under control again. Um, if it's GI symptoms, just straighten up. Uh, so that's great. Of course, cats are harder to do because you need to ask permission to change their diet, and sometimes they don't give you permission, and there's nothing you can do. They just won't eat it. But dogs are a lot easier to change foods. Um, and to take care of the environment. And uh, when it comes to the food, I would advise people to remember that when we're deciding on foods to remember the personality of your pet. There are, based on the five elements, wood dogs, fire dogs, earth dogs, metal dogs, and water dogs, right? Um, the wood dog is the dominant, active, confident, protective, territorial. 
if it's balanced, it's just a, a great working dog. If it's unbalanced, it's scary. The fire dog is the friendly, extroverted, drama queen, affectionate, barks a lot, pretty loud bar bark, and hyper. And the earth dog, remember, is the relaxed, the loyal one, the, you know, the one that is so patient that, you know, nurses other species, that, uh, you know, finds a little injured dog and, you know, it makes it its pet. I'm not unlike Uli probably will just squeeze the, the poor dogs if, if he finds something. He'll just think it's a squeaky toy. Um, but, you know, metal dogs are those that are so obedient. They're usually show dogs, very intelligent, very disciplined, uh, quite independent. They're not so affectionate. And the water dogs are those shy, introverted ones that are kind of like quiet. They look from afar and then they warm up to you, but it takes a while. So taking in consideration the constitution when you're selecting the food is important because there are certain diseases that are associated. Like I mentioned in my five element talk a couple of episodes ago, if you haven't heard it, go back in time. I got it out there. It's a five element talk. Um, let's just review it because again, so some of the um, proteins are better for uh, the different different uh, constitutions. So for wood, chicken, eggs, brown rice, eggplant, carrots, and broccoli. For fire, turkey, millet, broccoli, carrots, edamame. For earth ones, eggs and tofu and sweet potato and peas and spinach and mushrooms. For metal, the beef, the white potato, the kale. Carrots, you can mix in, in there and bok choy. The water, pork, barley, peas, sweet potato, watercress. Those are examples of, uh, they support the element. But of course, you have an imbalance in the skin. So sometimes we have to... You know, for wood, we might have to do uh, a neutral food. For fire, a cooling food. For earth, neutral will be okay. Or even warming, because earth, you know, sometimes you need to warm the uh, earth. Um, and for metal and water, neutral or cooling energies might help control. So when you're deciding on the protein, you have to look at the test and then look at the constitution and make a solid decision. So hopefully this installment on skin disease is interesting to you guys. I'm gonna talk about how do we treat it with Chinese herbals next. So stay tuned, share, like us, subscribe, please subscribe. My goal is 10,000 subscribers. Can you help me achieve that goal? Just send it to your friends, and enemies, who cares? Send them to everybody. <laughs> because this is so important. This this information is so important. We want to save pets. We want to improve their lives. We want to increase their longevity. Help me achieve this dream. I appreciate it. And stay tuned. We're going to talk about herbs next. And remember that from now on, we're going to be uh, downloading every Friday a brand new episodes. So you can be on the lookout for them. Uh, in the meantime, visit our Facebook page, the Pet Healer Podcast page. Uh, we also have a website, thepethealerpodcast.com. 
and uh, it, we are in most platforms, so you can uh, enjoy our topics. Thank you, and until next time, take care. Well, thanks so much for listening, guys. And uh, information about this episode came from my book, Alvet, the Revolutionary Pet Care and Longevity Solution, available in Amazon at our clinic and soon to be an audiobook. So look forward to that. And this episode was sponsored by my practice, Orchid Springs Animal Hospital. And our website is www.osahv as in Victor, E-T-S, Osavets.com. There's a lot of information out there if you want some more information on integrative pet healing. And our Pet Healer podcast is going to be available in all platforms. So we're looking forward to seeing you again.